Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, 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 welcome to Epi 46, fam. Epi 46, the Echo Youth Potty Casty. <laughs> I don't want to call it potty. It sounded crude. We were, wa- we were watching uh, hockey videos, so. Yeah, I was showing I was showing them around. Showing now, them around the old, the old the, Epis. Now the lingo's all messed up, so we'll see how it goes. Now I'm messing with stuff in my garage, but. Yeah, now he's working out is. real quick. We have a super high-tech studio over here at the Echo Youth Podcast. Come check it out. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, not going to lie. We're fairly mobile, actually. So, Yeah, we could come to you. It's basically the same setup. <laughs> uh, anywho, hey, so we're going to be in our uh, day two or week two, whatever you want to call it, um, portion of this Bible reading plan, um, how to love people you disagree with, which I think is super good for a time like this. And today's... Uh, uh, plan or um devotional is going to be just super practical not not, not like super, super, super deep yeah not super deep or philosophical or anything like that it's mostly just really practical steps of how to uh treat people with respect and how to love uh people even if you disagree with them and then we have a draft at the end that shout out to the big diesel my wife yeah um which also i'm going to add big rig to that uh to her to name their nicknames now so the it, big diesel, you can call it big rig. Yeah, if uh, if she ever gets tired of tired of the big diesel, um, but anyway, she her name's Danielle. She's awesome. Um, if you don't know her, if you do know her, then then you know she's goes, awesome already. Goes without said. Being said, um, but she suggested the most incompetent or useless uh, TV movie villains of all time, and so it was actually harder than we thought it was going to be. But I think we will yeah, probably have we some got funny, some good ones answers. So. Without further ado, let's jump into this. Um, like always, it's late. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, we do be vibing late. We always do nights. that, and so we're going to get through this quick. Um, and and also, we don't want to keep you around forever. I, I know it's hard to take 30 to 50 minutes out of your day to listen to a couple of Jamokes uh, talking <laughs> Just about chatting it up. the Bible and other funny, goofy things. But So we'll try and keep it as confined as possible. So... A couple of scriptures, Romans 12, 9 through 10, written by Paul to the Romans. It says, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly what is good, love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honoring each other. And I think the first line is the most impactful one there, is don't just pretend to love people, really do it. And so mm-hmm. um, this goes with uh, and something I've been saying recently. You know, the phrase, and we've all said it, it's like, you know, I have to love you. I don't have to like you type of a thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's funny, but also not necessarily um, super biblical or true. Um, at least for us, because oftentimes we can't we can't uh, um, separate the two. We have to figure out how to... Um, well, I mean, it's work. Obviously, if we don't like someone, we could still choose to respect them and to love them. Um, but it's quite tough, and so sometimes it's better to just see the best in people and and to really love them and and hope for the best. And even if they 
hurt us, but and it's irrational and it's reckless, and but that's the kind of love that Jesus displays. So yep. there's that. And then the next one is Philippians 2, 3 through 4, also written by Paul. And this says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Holler, that's the one for today's uh, day and age that's really hard to do. Everyone's yeah. trying to impress everybody. I catch myself doing it all the time. Uh, it says, be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. That's something that we kind of gloss over. Like he literally tells you how to be humble right there. And being humble, I think, starts first and foremost with knowing how, understanding how big God is. And I actually decided this week I'm going to preach a message on um, on the bigness, if that's a word, of God. Let's go. I'm just going to talk about how big God is and how we don't necessarily always understand it. And if we truly understand like how big and mighty and great God is, it explains that kind of phrase, the fear of God. Everyone's like, that's kind of weird. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. Well, we'd be afraid of him. Yeah. Um, but it'd be like if you were swimming in the ocean and all of a sudden all the water went as clear, like clear so you could see all the way to the bottom and you're just floating out in the middle, you would be immensely f- yeah, afraid that's terrifying. of what's underneath you. Yeah. But even if it's not going to hurt you, even if it's going to treat you right, even if it's going to like do something good for you the vastness of it and the bigness of it that's is just scary super dope analogy that's cool it's like yeah well it there's a lot of different analogies to it it's like if a if a blue whale swam underneath you while you're surfing that's terrifying yeah blue whales aren't, ne- aren't necessarily gonna, gonna hurt humans you. but still it's not gonna necessarily hurt, hurt you or or affect you in any negative way um but it's but the, there's the pure, a blue whale under you yeah the pure size of it it's like Looking at the Grand Canyon, standing on the edge, just the size of it is like is is relatively frightening. Unnerving, yeah. Um, and so it's just like anything. And I'll use these examples on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this, you'll hear them again. Sneak but peek. One time, I I swam with dolphins, and dolphins aren't overly massive animals. And when I'm like surfing here in SoCal, like, and I oftentimes there's dolphins swimming really close, like you know, ten, fifteen feet away. And you're not really scared of them. You're like, oh, like look at those. Well, look those at those cute, little you know? guys. And it's actually known that they uh, are known to protect people from sharks. So it's like you kind of feel safe around them. Yeah. So this is actually a good analogy because I feel relatively safe. I like dolphins. They're smart. They're cool. Mm-hmm. But when I swam with them in like this like controlled space, I was supposed to. There's two of them. And I'm supposed to hang on to their fins. Yeah, and they pull you. And around. then they pull me around. And if you ever swam in the water. Right, you know that it's relatively tough to swim fast, and you're not, you're not like, you're not pulling. You don't have a ton of torque when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so when the when this trainer told these dolphins to take off, and they like literally bolted, they, they bolted with me hanging on to them. The pure power from both of these dolphins that I could feel just in their tails was like actually frightening. It was like if they, no joke, if this, if this. uh um, dolphin like whipped me as hard as it could with its tail. It'd kill me straight up, dude. That, I've never felt anything like as powerful yeah, as that. Crazy. Where it's like it's like when you're in a car and they hit the gas and you sit back. It was like that, but in the water with dolphins and it's like and yeah. just take off. And, and you don't like, have control of it. No control. Um. So, anyways, I'm gonna be using those examples. Um. Of. Um. Seeing how big God is. And when we do that, when we realize how big he is, there's two lots of things that happens, but two main things that happen. One, we become humble because we it's hard to view yourself as the center of the universe when you realize 
how big God is, right? And the other thing that happens um, oftentimes is everything we do now runs through him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you think about it, uh, if if you were to just uh, dis- be out in the ocean and all of a sudden discover everything that's underneath you and how big it is and all that, everything yeah. you do from that point on is in reference to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be careful going this way or move this way or do this because of what's underneath me and how big this ocean is and, and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, spooky. It's like when you're hiking and you see a really, really big rock that doesn't seem all that secure. Everything you do from that point on is in reference to that rock. Yeah. It revolves around that rock. If I go here, will that rock hit me? If I go here. Yeah. So, yeah. um, that's how it is with with God. And I think that's, that's, I think that's a relatively decent example of like the fear of God. You're not supposed to necessarily be trembling, living in fear of God at all times, but I'm afraid of what it's a respectful fear. If that makes sense. It's like when you're a kid and your dad or your mom, it's like, I love them, but also like, I don't want to get in trouble, you know? Yeah. 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 And, uh, so anyways, so that all came out of this be humble thinking of others as better than yourself. That's really hard to do is especially when we're so competitive. It's hard for us to think as somebody being better than us. And, but when we do that, um, humility shows through. Um, and then it says, don't look out for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. And so that's a really good one too. And, and that's something I have to always work on is like spending intentional time to hear other people's stories and what they got going on and their achievements and what they're good at and their gifts and talents and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's hard to do. Um, for sure. So the devotional, uh, itself says be respectful. Um, and it's just talking about the interaction that that's going to help with when, when you, when you meet or come across someone you disagree with a lot of times in today's age, it always ends up a lot of times always a lot of times <laughs> it ends up in like an argument or a fight or a, or a, I don't like that person or you know this like weird awkward like interaction and um and so it says to show respect to someone means that we esteem them but even if we don't agree with someone's stance we can still treat them respectfully it's not about feeling respect for them but showing it and so um it's interesting that it's very biblical to almost like abandon feelings mm-hmm. and almost act in, in defiance to your own feelings sometimes, which is not a culturally accepted idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, like, we live in a time where it's follow your heart, follow your feelings. Yeah. Only. Follow your heart, go with your gut. What, how are you feeling? How does that make you feel? All, all you know, and it's those, those things are, and I'm not talking about like therapy and, and things like that. I think that those are very important for us to understand ourselves and yeah, how things make us uh, react and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but today's world is we're we're we're, get, we're giving kids the ability to make huge life decisions because of how they feel when they're eight years old. Um, we're we're doing things based on 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 how we feel, and you can see it in even like the political like format and like how people interact online. Everything is feelings based and mm-hmm. making decisions because of how we feel and all this kind of stuff. And and so. Uh, worship, right? That's one that has become relatively um, sensational, um, and in a lot of churches, and about the experience and and 
and uh, but that that gets relatively shallow once you realize you can you can feel that same sensation at a Coldplay concert that you can at a, yeah you know at a worship and thing. and so th- because worship is not and I've said this before on this podcast but worship is not necessarily for us mm-hmm. God blesses us and so it ends up being a blessing to us but worship is not intended to be the for primary us. focus it's intended to be for God and a gift from us to Him mm-hmm. and. Um, and the same thing with respect. Respect is not depend isn't supposed to be dependent on how we feel. It's supposed to be dependent on how we act and what we do. And so it's similar things. Um, and so there's just three three things that they say in this podcast that are good things to just remember. And so if you have a you know maybe a notebook or a journal or something or maybe on your phone notes, just write these down and they'll be good to go back to. Um, it says ask questions respectfully. I think that's a good point um, for us to when we disagree with somebody instead of telling them what we think let's ask them about more about what they think why do you why do you think that you know like hey i believe this well that's interesting i don't know that i necessarily agree with you but what why do you think that way right mm-hmm. these are good questions to ask um another one is don't say it mean like we don't need to be sarcastic we don't need to be rude we don't need to prove a point so we can go home and tell our friends yo i absolutely roasted this kid <laughs> when he told me about blah 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 blah, blah yeah. right which is oftentimes we, we do it and we, we get an interaction with somebody and then we go and take a shower later and we think about all the ways we could have came back and, and, and ruined their morale and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that checks out. And so, there. so we don't need to do that. We just need to have a conversation. And oftentimes, actually, um, for mature adults, you look, um, you win the battle more often if you just be respectful and you don't feed into the, the, the games. Yeah, and these are, these are things I've been uh, battling over the years, and all of us have, and in, mm-hmm. in, in some recent times where it's like, do I want to play the game of of different interactions where it's just kind of childish, right? It's like, no, we, I'm just gonna move on and uh, be respectful and all that kind of stuff. It's hard to do though. Yeah, it is. Um, the other one is avoid. The last one's avoid arguments. This is tough for me because like I want. I can, sometimes it's hard because you can't understand how someone can think a certain way and you want to... Yeah, to you can make a point that you don't think is argumentative, but to them it is yeah. uh, in a way too. And so you can have discussion. There's a difference between dis- dis- discussion and disagreement and argument. Arguments don't go anywhere. You're just arguing back and forth. A discussion is hearing someone's point, giving your point, you know, going back and forth in a in a natural conversation conversation yeah, right more of a debate so so those are good things that's that's basically the the reading plan today it's just all about being respectful and i really like that because it's something that we oftentimes put to the to the side. back burner yeah. yeah in today's society so ben if you have a question or two or whatever we'll um, do that real quick and then we'll move on to our draft yeah well that um today's day in there was really kind of self-explanatory you kind of just roasted all of us and said hey show respect yeah so the only question i really have is um what are some practical ways if we find ourselves in disagreement to show respect other than these ones that they've already listened uh listed like ask questions respectfully have a nice tone those kind of things is there any more that you could think of yeah you find yourself um uh in yeah, so step one is to not think that everybody else is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that. So I've I do it, I do it all the time, and yeah. and this is the okay. So the first time, and hopefully this comes across well. 
Um, but the first time that I, I really felt convicted of this in myself was actually traveling. And mm. this is a very common thing. When someone speaks a different language than you, you automatically start to think that they're stupid, like that they're dumb, mm-hmm. like because they can't understand your language. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we'd be traveling and I'd meet someone that speak a different language, whether it be, um, I don't know, just random, just random whatever, a different language, French, Mandarin, Spanish. Um, and you know, we'd be in Mexico or something or in other places and I'll just use the example of Mexico and we'd, you know, we'd go to Cancun or Puerto Vallarta or whatever we were going to or, or on a missions trip and you are trying to explain things to people and they don't speak English. And so you Mm -hmm. automatically think subconsciously that they're dumber than you are and it's not true like at all. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed that in myself and I was like, that's really not healthy or not good like and, and that's not true at all and so i try to fight that and then but then we see it in everyday life if someone disagrees with us they're all dumb and this generation yeah, right. is You're dumb wrong. and 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 that that's one of the more, more toxic things i've seen happening at least in the last couple of years it's yeah. like this young generation versus old you know like the boomers versus like the millennials or gen x or whatever it is and yeah. the younger group thinks the older group is is dumb and set in their and ways. And then vice versa. And the older group thinks the younger group has no life experience and don't know what they're talking about. And and it, and so um and so in that interaction you're never going to see respect because you can't res- you won't respect someone if, if you just think they're incompetent, which is funny because we're talking about incompetent villains. Yeah. <laughs> later podcast. podcast. Gee, sorry, we don't respect them. So, so that would be step 1 is knowing that every person regardless of IQ or regardless of of the world standards of intelligence, everyone is an intelligent being. Yeah. Um, everyone you in, in, encounter is smart, and most people are smarter than you in areas um, of life, and you might be smarter in other areas. Mm-hmm. But, to, but, to, but to start there, to know that every, everyone you come in contact with is, is smart and has a brain, and, yeah. and, they can, and they can manage to think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's step one. Um, because then you respect them more and, and not think that you're superior to them. Yeah, that's where humility comes in big time. And that's where the questions come. Yeah. Well, why do you think that way? If mm-hmm. I don't think you're smart, I don't care why you think the way that you think. Yeah, because right? you think you're you already know. Yeah. Yeah. So if I if I if I come to the table knowing that everyone has something to bring, like then me asking you'll care for that answer is, a lot more. Genuine. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I've found myself starting to do a little bit more with these, these political talks. And you find out, actually, most people, even if they're radically different views than you, uh, most people are coming from a place that is that is relatively good and genuine. Yeah. Some people aren't. There's there's evil in the world, and I get that. But, um, but most people want... Most of us want the same thing. We just go about it we're in very different, different ways. ways. To get there, yeah. So that would be my way. And then... Um, the other way that's worked for me, even on like online interactions, and I haven't always been this, I always haven't been good at this, but recently I've been better mm-hmm. at like just not burning bridges. Like don't feed into the, um, into the, even if someone comes at you sideways, like you just always are being respectful. Like, you know, I'll have someone on Twitter, you know, come Chirping at me your and, ear off. and yeah, bro, are you literally dumb? Like blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'll, and I'll just respond. Oh no, sorry. I, I must've misunderstood you. I thought you meant this, but apparently you meant this. And that's actually a good perspective to have. My perspective is blah, blah, blah. And you're like overly nice. And then they're always, and then they always feel bad. Yeah. Always at the end. They're like, Oh, for sure, bro. That's cool. Like you're tight. And I'm like, Oh, thanks. You know, 
or whatever. Like I had some dude like message me on Xbox, bro, you're literally <laughs> yeah, yeah, garbage. Yeah. Uninstall the game, like you know, like quit camping or whatever. Yeah. And then I said, uh, what did I say? I said, oh sorry, I was AFK for a lot of the game. And then uh, yeah, my bad. And whatever. then I said, why are you so mad? And then. And then you responded back, sorry, bro, my girlfriend just broke up with me and I'm like taking it out on you on Xbox. And I was like, oh, that's okay. Um, I was like, I'll be praying for you with a heart. And he goes, dude, you're actually super cool. And yeah, I, was like, I remember you telling me that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no worries. Good. I was like, and he, he's like, have a good one. And he's but like, stop okay. camping though. Yeah, and he goes, okay, thanks, but also stop camping. <laughs> yeah. Literally like, just a homie at that point. So, so you can oftentimes, even with, and, and it's, it's really funny, like most people don't think you can. But oh, a good example. I don't know if anybody's seen like um, I think it's called uh, Daddy's Home. Is that what it's called? Where it's like Will Ferrell and <laughs> yeah, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. And all them, all the homies. So I think it's in the first movie. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah. Okay. So it's in the first movie. There's like this daddy daughter dance, mm-hmm. and uh, and so they're like getting into it with one of the other dads, and one of the dads punches Mark Wahlberg in the face, and so like Just if you watch, if you watch the movie, Mark Wahlberg's like yoked in this, and he's supposed to be like like this. I think he was like an ex military guy, and he's like supposed to be like this kind of killer type dude, like always you know kind of a hothead and fighting people and stuff. And so this dude punches him in the face, and everybody knows <laughs> we're watching this movie. Everybody knows Mark Wahlberg would m- mop Mom, the floor yeah. with this dude, and. Uh, and so, but instead of punching him back, he starts like a dance battle. Yeah, right in the middle with yeah. this dude. And then everybody just starts having a good time and they end up like being friends or whatever. But that's a good example of like even our life. Even if someone comes at you super aggressive, oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes, you can flip it around to where they respect you a lot because of how you interacted with them. Yeah. And so, um, if your goal is always to love and always to like, Make it a goal to make friends. Like, it sounds weird, but, like, even people who hate you, I want to be that person's friend. Like, it's so weird. No, like, it's good, you though. You know, like, this person hates me. They're out to get me. I want to be their friend. I want yeah. to go to their Super Bowl party, you know, or whatever. Yeah, not in a malicious way, yeah, but, yeah. like, in an actual just friendly way. Yeah, it's like you try to win people over. And, and uh, so, yeah, anywho, that's That's, that's good. I love it. two cents. Anything else? Any closing remarks, Ben, for that uh, section? No, I think... Uh, I really like this plan because it's really practical. Yeah. Brett and I went through it um, two weeks ago before we decided to do it on the podcast, and we were just talking about it. And I think it fit perfectly to the uh, the time we're at in the world where a lot of people disagree. Yeah. And uh, it's not even just the world. It happens in day-to-day life, but especially in a political year that is still kind of up in the air. Nobody really knows what's happening. So <laughs> yeah. it'll be... Uh, really good to help us uh kind of close our minds in on loving those people yes it is tough but we uh we got to do it so um without further ado yeah so it's funny because we were talking about like not thinking of people as incompetent and so we're gonna now we're literally about to (laughs) we're about to because we're gonna uh, make a list of the most incompetent villains tv or movies um, of all time. And they, so the criteria for this is they can be the main villain. They could be side, um, like kicks or. Yeah. Basically just if they're on the bad team side. Yeah. And then and they're most known for something or they could be cronies. Like they could be a bit, you know, whatever, big group of bad uh, yeah. type people. Uh, so yeah, so we've made a list here and we're going to 
uh, draft our teams of the most incompetent villains. Let's go <laughs> and see see what if it's funny or if it's good. If it's not, whatever. We're sorry. We'll move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, but it should be good. So we're gonna Rochambeau real quick, and uh, which is rock paper scissors. Um, <laughs> and then so, we'll kick it. Someone off. just logged off. They're doing witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. What is that, Mon? <laughs> What's Rochambeau? <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh. So we'll do rock paper scissors to decide who has the first pick, and then we'll go from there. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Let's oh, he go. got me two weeks in a row. That's all I wanted. All right. This is the, I'm picking the thing that sparked this whole thing, and I'm taking Stormtroopers. <laughs> we were watching uh, The Mandalorian, and uh, I think I said, dude, these guys, the Stormtroopers are so incompetent. And then Danielle was like, you guys should draft that. Yeah. Like, all right, say both. less. But it was so true, and then I and then I couldn't stop thinking about it for the rest of the episode. Like the Mandalorian, they're literally garbage. Dude. Yeah, well, the man, like everything about them is is incompetent. Like yeah. how they how they walk and and shoot and interact, and then also their armor is it's just cheap. It's they're wearing plastic. <laughs> well, I was watching it because like the Mandalorian, he'd get shot in the back or like shot in the chest. And then he'd like, oh, react and then like just like shoot just, some dude. Yeah. But like if you look at like if you watch any of the Star Wars movies, the stormtroopers are getting one shot every time. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's dude. not even close. Like there's they can't stop one bullet. No. And and it's in, in every episode it's like two or three dudes taking out hundreds of stormtroopers. Yeah. They're like body bags. Yeah, literally. The, they're the worst villains of all time. Um the only time they did anything well was well, I guess stormtroopers and clone clones are different, but um, but in, uh, you know, episode three, when, mm-hmm. or, uh, execute order 66, yeah. like then they went ham on people and that was kind of intense, but yeah, but that's the only time they ever done something right. But I honestly do think the clone troopers were more competent than the storm troopers. Storm honestly, troopers they're just straight trash, dude. So, all right. They miss everything they shoot at, get one tapped every time. That's a good pick. Okay, so my 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 next pick, uh I will pick um the Mandarin from Iron Man. Is it 2 or 3? I yep. can't remember. It's uh 3. I think it's 3. Yeah. Um Let's see, hold on. Yeah. I had that on my list. That was a good one. So, uh, He's I don't just know. an absolute loser, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the movie, but they create this villain called the Mandarin, and he's like, he's like th- sending in videos, you know, like like reminiscent of like ISIS videos where they're like, you know, sending Doing in stuff with like captives, stuff. and they're gonna kill this person if you don't respond in this amount of time or whatever. And then Iron Man like rolls up to like where the Mandarin is supposedly at, and he like finds out that this dude is just a homeless guy that they hired to be an to actor. To be an actor, yeah. And he has no clue what's going on. He's like the most incompetent, literally mm-hmm. the most incompetent villain of all time, because uh, he's not even really a villain. So the Mandarin, that's my first pick. That's a good pick. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with um, Toad from X Men. Yeah, I saw that one on a bunch of different like. Yeah, websites. he's garbage, dude. Yeah, he's trash. His powers are absolute trash. <laughs> he's going against dudes that shoot lasers and have all this like metal <laughs> bones and stuff, and he's just chilling. He's like, "Hey, what's good, player?" <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> he's a little garbage. It's bad. Um. <coughs> okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna like kind of piggyback off of your first pick. Okay. And I'm gonna pick <laughs> I'm gonna pick B1 Battle Droids. Um, okay. Which are like from uh, like the first few episodes, but mainly episode one of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like those tan droids. They're like the tans that are like long and stuff. Is that the? I'll look them up. I'll look up a picture of them. Yeah, just look it's at the B1 mental. Battle Droid. Yeah. They're, they're the ones like in that big battle with like. Um, I'm looking at that. Where, uh, yeah, Jar- this is what I was thinking. Jar Jar Binks yeah. is like throwing those. They're like, literally trash, <laughs> dude. <They're>, yeah, <laughs> they can't hardly walk around. And, yeah. yeah, these guys. Yes, they're yeah, terrible. They're literally garbage. <laughs> one battle droids are the worst. Dude, Star Wars had some garbage villains or bad guys, I guess. Yeah, they did. There's more on my list. I'll have to maybe honorable mention some, but yeah. Anyways, okay, your third pick. I'm gonna go with the TV show one. This one, this is what I asked if I can have TV shows in this. Oh, I think I know what you're picking. No, you don't, because I'm going with Doctor Doofenshmirtz Whoa, from Phineas not, and Ferb. I wasn't guessing that. Yeah, because that's a great pick. He, he literally gets clapped by a platypus every you, episode. How do you spell Doofenshmirtz? <laughs> what is it? That's a good question, bro. I just wrote Doctor Doof. Doctor Doof. All right, we'll figure out how to spell it. Uh, he became yeah, that, a meme lately too, like in the last few months too that i don't know why he's actually a terrible villain. he's the worst he's villain the worst. yeah he's literally horrible <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do anything right he gets bm'd by a platypus that's so funny he doesn't even know it's his enemy until he puts on a top hat it's like a couple of actually incompetent kids in a platypus and he gets wrecked by them every <laughs> time murdered that's hilarious um, I'm gonna go with the one that I thought you were gonna pick. Okay. A TV show villain, and I'm gonna go with Plankton. <laughs> yeah, from SpongeBob. that's a good one too. He's a terrible villain. <laughs> All he wants is the formula, and yeah, he okay. can't. Get- <laughs> Think about this. He's a villain, and his main goal is to get a cheeseburger formula. <laughs> like ravioli, bro, ravioli, ha- give me the formula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not that hard, dude. He's just making a cheeseburger. Yeah, he's just making a cheeseburger. <laughs> like you know how many In and Out knockoffs there are in, in Southern California, and they yeah. all do a decent job. Like yeah. it's just, it's not that hard. Um, I know it's not <sighs> the original, but. It's still not that hard to make it's a cheeseburger. So funny that he's, he's serving like, chum. His, his main goal, <laughs> the chum bucket. <laughs> his main goal is to get this Krabby Patty secret ingredient or whatever. Yeah, and he just can't do of, it for the life of him. There's a lot of speculation. There's some dark speculation about what the secret ingredient is. Some people yeah. say it's actually crab. Yeah, I've seen like that Mr. one the Krabs most. Is the only crab you've seen the whole series. Yeah, which is kind of kind of sus. Gross, there's lobster. I guess there's besides his parents. Because I think you see them, but you see his mom, yeah. Anywho, Mrs. Krabs, but I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah, Plankton's ter- <laughs> terrible. Oh goodness, yeah, he's straight garbage. That's a good pick. Um, your fourth pick, my fourth pick, number four. I'm gonna go with the villains in Home Alone. Marvin Harry, Marvin Harry, yeah, they're terrible. They're <laughs> literally <my> garbage. <laughs> they get clapped by a kid. <laughs> Yeah, they're literally hot trash. They can't even <laughs> rob a house kid. <laughs> house of the like kids home. Three of the movies too, or maybe yeah, I yeah. I think three, they're in three, three or four, because there's only four of them. And I, I think know. they're in three of them. I think there mm. has a pair in two of them, and then one. And of then one. The yeah, you're right. One. I think. Um, but yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> they're they're literally garbage. And they it's like even... the same thing. He just booby traps a house, and the first one his house, and the second one's his uncle's like abandoned house. Yeah. And uh, and they're like, this is different. We're going in. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they get wrecked by a kid every time. It's so yeah, funny. just absolutely mauled. That, those movies are hilarious, though. I love them. Oh, I do, too. Marv? Oh, I'm going to get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so incompetent. so funny. All right. Um, let's see. I'm going to pick, because I think this might be one of the most incompetent villains of all time, and so... Uh, I don't want to. I don't want you to pick him. But okay. So I'm gonna pick Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from Looney Tunes. Yeah, he he do be garbage. Well, the whole series is about him failing. Him failing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's literally, literally the premise of it. <laughs> it's like slapstick because he's so terrible at being a villain. Mm-hmm. He can't do anything. And the the funniest part is like the Roadrunner is not like he's portrayed to not be very smart and like he's yeah not, he like, just out, runs yeah he's not outsmarting him he's just like running past all this dude's like traps and that are just hot garbage blowing himself up all the time <laughs> uh, yeah that's a good one Wiley coyote there's there's my incompetent villain you love to hear that fourth pick you want to go five rounds or six do you have an extra one or two or you uh, keep it at five i could go to six it's up to you do you have enough we could cap it at five too Let's cap it at five because I don't know if I have an, a couple more like really good ones. Same. I have. I had like a few I could pick. Let's just okay. go honorable mentions. Okay. So my last pick, I'm picking Buddy Pine, who's the um, the villain in The Incredibles. This guy, yeah. Syndrome. Yeah. He's Syndrome. Yeah. He's straight garbage. Syndrome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. He's he starts off as mr incredible's biggest fan yeah. he's like this goofy kid puts on his mask and he's like go home kid go home <laughs> and then he just, just want to be your sidekick and yeah. then he ends up getting beat up by <laughs> he his just own gets stuff. mauled yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his own machine just starts clapping him just beating uh, that's him up. funny um that, that's a good pick i didn't have him on my list i wish i did now. i thought about him midway through that's but, a great pick uh, Darn, now I'm Syndrome. like now I'm trying to think of like uh, that's a steal in the fifth round. No, that's a great pick. All right, think about it for a second. You got because I thought about well, that. I was thinking through. okay, one one that I was thinking about was Randall from Monsters Inc. But he's actually a fairly decent villain. Yeah, they just beat him towards the end. Yeah. Um, well, he's he's kind of dumb. He's got kind of, he's but kind like of his stupid, like invincibility his, his plans and things like are that good. is cool. Yeah, but they ended up they obviously end up being the heroes him. always got to win though. Uh, all right. Well, since you don't have a pick, I'm just gonna name all mine, and I'll and just I'll just pick des- your best I'll, one. Yeah, I'll decide in front of everybody. Okay. So one pick I had, I'm not gonna pick him because I don't think this will get votes. Because for some reason, people actually like this guy, but General Grievous is one of the most I incompetent. He's literally garbage. He's well, like in the the whole like his whole like role in the series is also incompetent. Nobody, nobody knows, knows where he came he from. He just showed up. He just showed up and then nobody knows why he left or what happened. Like he, he just gets mauled. And, yeah, he just uh, shows up and Kenobi murders him. Yeah, and he's cool. Like he has what is it, like all these yeah, all these but like, you know, that was kind of when like the respect for like Jedi and Sith or whatever kind of started going downhill cuz like there was no story of him being like he's basically just a droid. Yeah, that um, wielded lightsabers. Yeah, with a with a heart, and then I don't even know. So he was kind of kind of bad. But anyways, that I'm not I'm not gonna pick him though. Another one I have on my list is Anakin Skywalker before he turns into Darth Vader. Yeah, like I like saw a bunch of that. The uh, 
when he like killed all the younglings and then when he fought Obi-Wan, like he's a pretty terrible villain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I won't pick that one. Um, I think it's between these last four that I have here. Jeez, I have, man. I have scar from Lion King. Okay. Who's terrible on in all aspects good, because yeah. he got overrun by his own peeps. Like he yeah. got mauled by his cronies. The, <laughs> yeah. the hyenas. The hyenas turned on him. Another one is Loki. I feel like Loki's a terrible villain. I have villain him on my list. Because he's always mention. like always messing up. And he's always just like so chill with them. Yeah. Like he's just like, hey guys, yeah. how's it going? <laughs> it's like, bruh, fight He's like him. trying to be kind of sneaky and cool, yeah. but then he gets small. does that in, in uh, the first Avengers movie when he's the main villain. Yeah. At the end, they're just like hanging out. And he's, <laughs> his, all his things are just getting murdered. Yeah. And then uh, I have... Oh, I actually have one more that I didn't see. There's Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is terrible. Mm-hmm. I had him too. Then I, there's Jafar. Okay, uh, I didn't have him. The reason for Jafar is like he's supposed to be like this great sorcerer and he gets conned into becoming a <laughs> genie and putting a lamp for the rest of eternity. Yeah, he did be kind of dumb. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, <laughs> he got played. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's supposed to be like the most powerful... Like I never really thought about it that much. Most, he most, got worked. <laughs> he got turned into a snake and then and then from there got yeah, turned into like a genie and here. locked into a lamp. Um, and then the other one I had is the zombies from Walking Dead. Like they just yeah, like just, they, they don't uh, run, they don't do anything, uh, and then you just like beat them with a shovel. Yeah. So well, I can't de- I can't decide between those. You have a few good ones here. Um, better narrow it down here. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. So oh man, I'm really conflicted here. I feel like Zombies from Walking Dead's not a vote getter. I just feel like it's funny. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like a lot of people know or whatever. Watch that. Okay. So I'm going to take that off my list. We're going to do this by process of elimination. Yeah, down to three here. Okay, so now I'm going to take off... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this This is where it gets really hard. Because I think Mr. Freeze is actually the worst villain out of all no, of them. No, he's garbage. But I don't feel like a lot of people, people watching or listening to this podcast would know who Mr. Freeze is. So I'm kind of conflicted there. I feel like Scar and Loki are almost the same character. <laughs> Just yeah, in different movies. Um, and then Jafar's the Jafar's one I think that, that's a good one. I think it's good. But like having to explain it, though, I don't think people yeah. will notice it. If they just that. saw it on a list, yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to take Scar and Loki out. Because they maintained their villainhood through the whole movie and mm-hmm. did a fairly decent job. Scar got Scar killed Mufasa and got um uh Simba basically banished for half of his life. Yeah. So he did a fairly did decent job. job. Loki wreaked a lot of <laughs> havoc. Yeah. He did a fairly good job. His plan did technically work. Yeah. <laughs> He's just an idiot. So now it's down to Mr. Freeze and Jafar. Mr. Freeze is because his powers are relatively useless against any competent hero because he just has like yeah. a freeze gun and then he walks around <laughs> super slow because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and he like can't move. <laughs> and then and then Jafar, who is uh, literally just dumb. Yeah, he did fairly decent, but then locked himself in a genie bottle and got <laughs> outsmarted by a, a, a by basically a homeless dude <laughs> named Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Well, just for our gen, ah, I don't know. Uh. I'm gonna make a choice here. 
<laughs> I'm going to pick uh, Mr. Freeze because I just think he's. I have to put him on the list. Okay. He's so bad that he has to be on the list. Yeah, you know, he's literally garbage. And then the Jafar one, that's just good for the story, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's a good one I never thought of, but he, he literally got... <laughs> he got mauled. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, you have any, do you have any other ones? Uh, I actually had Winter Soldier. Only that's kind of be- true. Only because... He was only bad for like half a movie. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, ah, you're right. This ain't for me. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I didn't know if that one would count though, because he, he when he was a villain, he was pretty good, but he just wasn't one for very long. So I feel like he's kind of a garbage villain. And he just <laughs> yeah. switches sides. Yeah, that's true. So I had him. Um, and then <laughs> this one's kind of funny, but I had the Scorpion King from The Mummy Returns. Yeah, that's the facts. Dwayne Johnson animated like <laughs> <Yeah>. horribly, <laughs> strictly just because that animation is atrocious. Yeah, it's terrible. And I just thought that one was hilarious. <laughs> no, I think that's good. Um, oh, there's a lot of good ones I'm thinking of now. Um, yeah, of course. Once we talk about them, a bunch come to mind. One that the one that comes to mind for me is like the actual Wizard of Oz. I don't know. I know he's not a villain, but like he has that like big voice. Yeah, and then, then he's he just talking he's like through a big tiny thing. little dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or oh, it's the same thing like in Chicken Little, the aliens. Yeah. They're actually not villains. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Hmm. I think that's basically it, but those are some good ones. So let's recap the teams real quick. So Ben has Stormtroopers, uh, Toad from X-Men, Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Look up how to spell that. Harry and Marv uh, from Home Alone, and then he has Buddy Pine or Syndrome from The Incredibles. <laughs> And then I have the Mandarin from Iron Man 3, um, B1 Battle Droids, uh, Plankton, Wily e. Coyote, and Mr. Freeze. That's, so, a, that's a pretty incapable group of 10. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> we should have done it in the Battle Royale. Yeah, who, imagine, whoever you think would lose. Yeah. <laughs> imagine these guys battling it out. The Stormtroopers versus the B1 Battle Droids. That would just be one for one. Or they would just no, miss they all would their just shots. Miss the whole time. Yeah, They'd be true. there just... And then the Mandarin would be wondering what's going on the whole time. Yeah, he's like, man, what's happening? And then Dr. Doof would be probably worked by Plankton. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> and then Plankton would just be running around asking everybody if they know <laughs> the, the, f- the secret formula to the Krabby Patty. <laughs> and the Wily e. Coyote would be trying a bunch of stuff and just blowing all his teammates up. <laughs> he's just probably firing. Harry and Marv would be like, just they'd, they'd find themselves for sure at some point in a stormtrooper costume, not knowing what's going on. Get beat 100%. And then Syndrome. Maybe we got to dress as them. Syndrome might actually be the most capable villain. Here. Yeah. <laughs> His own stuff. <laughs> malls on That's terrible. Or Mr. Freeze. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> but at least Mr. Freeze can do something. Yeah. I mean, very probably, horribly, but. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, hey, we'll post that. Um, we also, because in the heat of the holiday, we didn't post our um, Thanksgiving meals one, so we'll do that this week as well. Um, but yep, yeah, yep, so yep. vote on those. Hopefully you like today's podcast. We're having a bunch of fun. We haven't been having guests on as often, uh, just mostly because of COVID stuff and holidays. we're hanging low. But we'll be getting guests back on here pretty soon. Um, so if you have a suggestion for a guest, um, think about 
maybe Jake Paul or Nate Robinson because he got absolutely worked. Yeah, he got weekend. absolutely slept. Poor guy. Um, He's probably still down, <laughs> to be honest. Dead body reported. Yeah, um, I hate to hear that. Okay, so yeah, let us know, and, uh, and we'll go on from there. Love you guys. Hopefully today's um, episode uh, blessed you, and also you had a good time at the end with our draft. Um, with no further ado, I'm Ben. <laughs> and I'm Brett. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not. I did that opposite. Uh, cue the outro.